Mm. Y'all see the way the world is going right now. It's a lot of foolishness going on, my perspective of it. And uh, the two brothers, man, we come to have this conversation and we come to work it out as we normally do. You ready to hit the music, Troy? Let's do it. Let go. Let it play a little bit, Trey. Let it play a little bit. Father, Father, we don't need we don't to need. escalate. We don't need to escalate, Trey. Oh, war is not the answer. For only love can conquer Love can conquer Hey, that's Trey Mono right there. Okay, we got this is the bridge. Gotta break the bridge. Don't punish me. What brutality? Talk to me. Talk to me, Trill. So you can see. Trill. Talk to me, fam. Gotta ask you a question, though. Bring it on down. Right on. Turn it back up, man. All right, Trill. What's that? He said something very critical. Who was he? Marvin Gaye. Okay, okay, okay. Marvin Gaye said something very, very critical. So he said, "There you go." Well, I would. I do. I probably shouldn't play the gunshot. This I shouldn't do the gunshot right now. No, no, gunshotless pod. Gunshotless pod. Gunshotless pod. We ain't shooting today. I just want Oh God, that was just Oh, that was probably terrible. I'm sorry, man. That was terrible. Gunshotless pod. Gunshotless pod. Guns on the pod. It's just for energy reasons. It's energy, but right now it's not an energy. It's 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 about sharing energy and talking about what's going on, but it's not really a about that at this point. But so you're right. Show you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this pod is gunshotless though. We, gunshotless. We, we we gonna get them, get off the thing, man. Welcome to the two brothers. Yes, sir. I'm your host, Troy, co-host Troy Smith. No, 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 no. We both co-hosts of this thing. We both are co-host. We both in the chair. Okay, okay. You know okay. We both in the chair, so it's a co-host thing. It's a relationship. Okay, that's a fact. But uh, you know, welcome to the two brothers. Yes, sir. Co-host Troy Smith. We got the pie father. Trevor Jackson, everybody. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? Um, but it's important that we now it's it's, it's one of those, this this pod is gonna be one of those chill back, really discussing some things, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of stuff happening down in Knoxville, our hometown. <laughs> right. 
Yes, yes. And Austin East. Yes. The situation. Yeah, yeah the situation been happening at the same places. The same place. 2021 has been bad for the east side, what they call it, the gun zone. I think they need to rename that. To what? The gun zone has already been renamed to the gun zone. People been calling it that. Yeah, they've been calling it the gun zone for like a decade or a decade and a half. But I think they need to rename it that because that gives that power by calling it that. Yeah, you know what? And then also, why the gun zone got to be the black area trail? I mean, now, now one thing that Gwen McKenzie did teach us, though, which she actually put in was uh, the... Putting forth of actually taking away the gun show That's that sad. was held on the east side. Yeah, yeah. You know, basically saying, "Hey, we don't need to have this here." You know, and bringing this type of attention to the east side of town in the black neighborhood. Talking about we want gun control, gun this and that, but we're gonna have the gun show on the east side. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that, so we remove that. That's what she said. Yeah, and yeah. it's gone. And and that's a great thing. Kudos to her on that. Big salute. But big salute to, to Gwen McKenzie, man. We, she's a friend of the show, man, for sure. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm I'm not hesitant to say that we I support her, and I, I can't speak for you. Uh, uh, one million percent. I mean, supporting what her what she got going. Um, I support the women and the people that's a, that's supporting. The black community in Knoxville that's running this a part of the black quarter of politics. Yeah, you got yeah. Daisha Lundy, yeah. Gwen yeah. McKenzie. You got um, Joe McKenzie that's representing on the state's level. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the people like that, that need the support, and then you got the student, uh, the school board member. I don't know her name. I can't remember right now. Uh, Tanya might not be involved in uh, government issues or whatever, but we support what she's Tanya, doing. Tanya Reed. Is not on not a government official, but she has it has a word has word has a connection mm-hmm. with her with um, Renaissance Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and Kanika. Yeah, yeah, Kanika. Um, but man, it's, it's it's some it's some intense things going on. Is where Trevor and I decided that tonight we got to get on and talk about it. Not just from a know what's going on in Knoxville, but what's actually going on nationwide right now with Dante Wright. Yes, yeah, dark times, man. It's dark times in this country, and uh, why is the violence so high? Like, I know that I can't make sense of it. I can try to have a, a conversation about it, but I can't make sense of it. I don't know why it's going on, but I see it. I'm aware of it, and it's a lot of it. And I'm not the type of person that is like aware of these type of things. I try to stay distant from it. I like. Plants and trees and trails and running in the sun. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It, so it's it's kind of being a podcaster. It's kind of hard to discuss these things for me because it weighs down on me and it, it it's heavy at times. It gets so heavy that like I don't like reporting on it. I don't like staying on it. I like us to be a lighthearted pod. Like to be happy and discuss on we we do the politics and educational segments, but this it's heavy right now, man. And it's this real. and this show gonna be not you know we're gonna try to make sense of it mm-hmm. as the two brothers man my table move as the two brothers mm-hmm. making sense of it not trying to be able to say we got the answer but just the fact of let's actually dissect stuff and actually try to get some comprehension on it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's why we actually named it this time who's listening part two because we did the who's listening part one. Who's listening? Because yeah. we discovered that Trevor's a component. Why don't you break it down about the listening thing, man? That what you really believe in that? 
And when I say who's listening, I'm not specifically saying who's listening to us. It's not who's listening to us. Right. Are you speaking and not listening to your surroundings? Are you not listening to the people that the people that needs the help, the people that's uh, in those situations? Because we go home to the suburbs or we go home to nice apartments, nice homes and stuff. And we don't have to be in that community no more. But are you just judging those people that's in that community? Are you not listening to the people that's in that community? Because they're telling you everything. They're telling you the truth. They're telling you the circumstances. They're telling you what they're dealing with on a daily basis. But people just want to judge at the end of the day and they're not listening. So who's listening? Right. And, yeah. then, and so the last, so we did the who's listening. We Trevor and I both were just, just disturbed. Yeah, from that from that first shot, the first shooting uh, that we heard that we learned was the second shooting. Yeah, it wasn't even the first one. This is the fourth one or the fifth this, one. This one, the fourth one. I, I can't even keep control. I can't even keep count of it. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? And I ain't laughing. He ain't laughing. Funny. It was funny. It's just that we can't keep count of it. So the fact is, this situation right here. So we did the first who's listening, mm-hmm. and we was talking about okay, you know, you get the politician down there to talk. You get you know all the people down there to talk. And everybody just talking and saying, this is what we need to do. It's not going to be accepted. We ain't going to do this no more. We ain't going to do this no more. The next thing you know, and the people in the crowd was actually saying, we're telling you. Yeah. And y'all keep letting the so-and-so or the person out. And y'all telling them who told. Yeah. And you know, in the black culture, the code of of conduct is that you don't say nothing. Yeah. yeah. Even if they snitching on themselves in music, because half of them people rapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Half of them are hip hop artists and people that has to have street integrity when they go back amongst their peers. They have to have street integrity. So if you go tell a government official or a person of what's going on, then you look at when you have to go back to that community as a tattletale. Yeah, because you live here. You live. I mean, I can't. I live here. Yeah. You don't have to come back and live in this. I do. Yeah. So I just can't be going out here just doing stuff and just saying, well, you know who did it, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it is right, that's nothing. Even if it's right, you wrong. And you know what else is crazy too, Troy? Like, okay, so you want me to tell you everything that's going on where I live at. You want me to uh, tell on the people who doing the crimes or whatever. But like something a pastor told me, Pastor Davis, rest in peace. Oh, Jumba. Yeah, I don't like calling. I know, I know, I know, I know. I got you. Pastor Davis. Yeah. He told me one time, you can't tell people what to do without offering help first. Some type of replacement of what you're trying to trying to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'm not telling. He said I'm not telling you anything, but you can't tell people the good or what will happen in the future. You got to show them or you got to be willing to offer assistance to get them there. Right. So what you're saying is pointless. Yeah. At the end of the day. So it's deep, man. It's deep. So Trevor called me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Trevor said, hey, bro, I don't know if you've seen what I posted in the Two Brothers page, but I'm pissed. I'm, he said my heart hurt, man. I said, Trevor, what are you talking about? Man, mm-hmm. you ain't seen what's going on in the city? Mm-hmm. No, nah, what are you? I mean, I'm literally not paying. A, I didn't see nothing, hear nothing at all. He said, "Man, go." I said, "Let me go check the page out. I hit you back." And then I seen it. 
And it's live still. It is live It was live at the moment I said Trevor what's going on Now of course As you know People were stating stuff Because they were they the first ones On the scene So they gotta say What's happening Yeah And yeah, it can be I, totally wrong They just blurting out stuff I was thinking Principals got shot Kids All that Kids got four dead Principal dead I'm like oh my god What happened Yeah And then all of a sudden They went tight lip Because I guess they probably said Hey y'all need to stop talking Because you're spreading yeah. the wrong information Mm-hmm. And it went down to just a cop officer was shot, and then one student, female student, was shot. And then later on, I found out it was a student that was actually the one in the school mm-hmm. who got shot. Not the fact, because how many black shooters now? Mm. Black mass shooters at a school, you know. So when they when we first heard it about a mass shooting at, at Austin East, what? Yeah, Baron. I'm sad. I'm saying, but Beard and Farragut, something like that, somewhere down in there, halls. And, and, yeah, I would, I would, nah, I don't expect it. I don't expect, but but, would, but, but but the last on my mind was Austinese. Yeah, yeah. All Fortin. All Fortin. What you kidding? So when they said it was a shooting at the school, and it's a gunman loose in the school, they got the wrong school. Yeah. Yeah. You follow? I mean, come on now. So, and as we as the further get into it, they kept talking about thank God the officer's okay. So they start really focusing on the officer being okay. Thank God he was not hurt, or he's—I mean, he's hurt, but he's not fatally wounded. Thank God he's still so he's doing well. The mayor got on there talking about the officer, mm-hmm. and people start mm-hmm. getting pissed off because yeah. I started getting annoyed. Like, so where's the shooter? Uh, yeah, and who what, the other people that yeah involved. who else who else involved? What's going on? And not only that. At first it was coming across They said it was a man Like a grown man An adult man That was in I said hold on Now I'm really lost Yeah What adult man Going in Austin East First of all I want to know How they even getting In the school I done done a lot of Speaking at schools And you have to go through Protocol to get in the door And then you got to Think about it It's COVID On top of that All the doors locked In the whole building They should be tight secured you got to check in at the office. You got to buzz. Just, you got to get buzzed in. So I'm just surprised. So it had to be somebody in the school. Mm-hmm. But when they said an adult man, I was lost, Trail. I was lost. I didn't know. Then I started to put, I even told, I got in on the comments on the news station and said, word about the, what's going on about the shooter? Mm-hmm. It's been tight lipped. And they said it's a student. Yeah, and then but they still tight lipped on this, and then from a source close to us, it was mentioned the fact that it's it's tight investigation right now. It's closed investigation. Ain't no, ain't nobody coming in. Ain't nobody coming out with it. Ain't nobody talking about nothing. And and they gonna try to hush it up, where it's not gonna be talked about. Period. If they can keep it quiet to where people will forget about it, they'll just let it be forgotten about. But I'm telling you, I thought when they said it was a grown man trail, mm-hmm. the racial cards start playing in my head though, because I said if it was a, if, if it was a white grown man. They're not trying to bring it out just yet. Yeah. Got to get all the facts. Yeah. Because nobody wasn't sharing it. So your mind just go to hypotheticals all over the place. Mm-hmm. And be totally off still. Yeah. Because we don't want to assume. We don't want to assume. No, we don't want to. But now the question ended up being, so they got body cams now. Mm-hmm. All that's going on, they know that the situation happened beforehand. Mm-hmm. Now your girl Constance. Talk to me. I ain't gonna lie I don't, I don't agree with a lot What Constance say at times Constance got some The good thing about Constance Is that she definitely Is passionate Yeah 
She's passionate. She definitely passionate about what the community is going on. She definitely going out there to go get it. She out there on the front lines. You can't talk no talk bad about somebody that's out there in the streets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some things I might have done different or do things different, but this is the thing about it. She out there doing and getting it done. But that's she had a she had a very compelling video that like laid it all out. Said she got some information from the family. Yeah, she got some information from the family and her passionate. I don't want to assume again because you know what you know what they do, Trev. Our passion always get us driving, even mm-hmm. if it's right or wrong. It's passion, so you start to believe because it's passion behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but and I don't have to hurt otherwise. But she was kind of contradicting herself at times. You know what I mean? She was saying something about he was he had a gun to protect himself. He had a, a gun in the school. He didn't have a gun in the school. He went out the back door and went back she, in. The- so she basically laying out the snitch, laying out the blame, the game plan, saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. look, we all know about the side though. We all know about the side. Though. Well, now everybody know about it for sure. But we all know about the side though. You come in and out, and it's supposed to be locked down. Oh snap! Everybody yeah. know about the side though. But my question though, being though, Trevor, even if that story could be real, I don't know if she talked to the mother or the parents. I know she mm-hmm. talked to a family member. But even if that story is that that layout was real, which sounds very compelling, why is it that we can't we don't want to tell the principal that I'm in danger? If this girl he was messing with, stepdaddy's mm-hmm. beating him down. Yeah. His friends say, Hey man, I got a gun in the car. And we're gonna go wait in the build in the bathroom. So if he come down here, it's that sound it, you go you you go get the gun? Mm-hmm. Did the other kid tell the auntie this or something? See, to my my opinion about that of why they don't want to tell authorities, the youth don't. It's the same way in workforce. If you don't make yourself relatable to the people and you don't come off as a, a person that's trying to teach and educate the kids. I know you're supposed to with the books and everything, but at times you have to be relatable to the child. Like you can learn from anybody, speak to the child and they will come to you with those things. But I don't know how the, their situation is. And I don't want to assume how the uh, principal is at that school though. But children are very standoffish when they don't feel comfortable speaking to a person that they feel as if there is their authority. But Trill, you done had now four shootings happen at this school. You're trying to co- create an atmosphere of protection. Not only that, they just started the nonviolence week this week in Knoxville. And then this happened. They just started the nonviolence. What's the what's the flyer we put? Yeah, they just started the, the, the nonviolence. Gwen and my boy Sterl the Pearl was on the ones and twos, and they was at the uh, the park. It's it a, a whole week of this. And the whole week now is tainted with this that just happened. And if it was a grown man beating up on the whatever, causing all this, to, and if he did call the police to say it's a gunman loose in the school, how many black people do that? One thing, the uh, yeah, why did they? The grown man even said that called the police or whatever and said that he had the gun. But now, one thing the Constance girl said that is very compelling to me that I want to know where the text messages is at. Yeah, where the text at? Text messages have to come out in this. And case. you can you can call you can call the the 
the, and subpoena the school, the, the company, they give you the text message, no problem. A fact. Ping off the towers and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and if they, those text messages back are coming back and forth where they're communicating threats, then what's going to happen to the the girl's father, stepdaddy, stepdaddy? What's going? What she the- what she going home telling the stepdaddy? If that's the that's why I'm saying this story that she the thing she is brought to the forefront is very very compelling. And guess what? If there's nobody around to prove otherwise, as you said before, that mm-hmm. would be the truth. Yeah. And she bold out here in these streets, man. Up her, you know, being Inspector Gadget like that. And you know that little girl was in that feed of that Constance lady's live feed. Really? Too bad it ain't on YouTube because I want to see the what you talking about. <laughs> Are you serious? Facebook up. What she say? She. I don't remember uh, her words verbatim. I can't. Uh, you know what I mean? If I'm not speaking factual language, yeah, speak. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, but she was in uh, that feed comment, and I might be snitching right now. You ain't snitching when it's public on the internet. Some people might not know. Some people, well, yeah, but they already done went through that. Like it's on the East Tennessee that, crime page. They they don't went through that. The TBI involved. Yeah, and when you when you got the TBI, and that's the FBI for the state. Immediately too, they didn't even wait. They know, and that's why I'm saying my conscience. Like that girl, bold man. She out here going to be thrown in the middle of that stuff. Yeah. Who you talk to? Who you talk to? Bringing this in, making a way. Hey, you gotta be ready. You better count the cost. Who is your authority? Who is what's going on? Not only that, but let's get in here. You didn't spoke to who? Tell us who you spoke to. Now you gotta put everybody out there on the street. Yeah, because you could uh, get yourself involved in the case because exactly. you exactly spoke to somebody. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? Who is your service provider? So we can rip that. Yeah, who who to know who to say you wasn't a part of it? Because they can rip that conversation out at that time period. And guess what, man? Because she's a voice for everybody down there. She's been doing her thing on the on the on the loudspeaker and everything else. Yeah. On the horn. Yeah. And if somebody wanna talk bad about her, talk bad what she got going on, cause she out there loud in the street. Mm-hmm. God, you gotta be careful. Yeah, but I, I pray that she be okay, man, and, and keep spreading positivity because we in dark times right now and it, and it needs to be a, a person. With a voice, you gotta be. You gotta have somebody got some kahunas that ain't scared of nobody. Yeah, that and they got that. the right one. Apparently, she ain't whatever. Because, but guess what though? I gotta give her props because when they trying to when they when people was talking about bringing stuff to the forefront on the last shooting, mm-hmm. she went out there expect the gadget interviewing folk. Yeah, yeah. Trying to yeah. bring trying to bring some stuff to the to the forefront. People start calling her a snitch on the internet. <sighs> People start and saying, you know, "Do you work for the like, police? Do you?" It's like, dang, you won't change, but you not want to go do it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then who? Like me, I'm not in that community no more, but I'm from that community. And at that time, I was a younger individual who wants to be amongst death and violence and drugs without saying anything. Like. Don't nobody care So at least she cares And she's willing to voice her opinion And her thought process And speak on it And risk her life to do it I salute her and I commend Hey salute her And even though she done called me a coon before Cause anytime mm-hmm. you don't agree Nothing she do sometimes She just call you straight up coon But I well, gotta <laughs> when, a, when a person call you a coon Ask them what the definition of coon is Because it's a definition to coon. Yeah we know it We know the kind of definition We, we talked about You brought it up before 
Mm-hmm. But she you know she called. I ain't never met the girl in my life. Mm-hmm. She said, George Smith the coon. I said, wow. I never been called a coon by nobody. What's you- crazy about that? I'm going to say the definition of coon again. It's when your voice, when your opinion is louder than your contribution. Mm. That's, what, that's what the definition of a coon is in the black community. Mm-hmm. When your opinion is louder than your contribution. We may do a podcast and we may speak on a podcast, but we never say that we correct and we never say that uh, what we're saying is law. We just speak on it from a positive perspective and we try to give reason to everything and the brothers just try to work it out and make sense of everything. Exactly. We try to do. Even though our discussion was totally not on even two brother related when we when I, <laughs> when I had this encounter with her. But mm-hmm. my understanding is that anytime someone not agreeing with what she say or do, you a coon, but but I'm gonna I gotta give respect where respect due. Uh, you know I gotta give her props, even though I'm just gonna be a grown man about it because of the fact that she out here on the front line. Mm-hmm. She out here actually loud, but you want me to tell you doing it. I like people's opinion, no matter if it's negative or positive. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I get you. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to still have a positive perspective and outlook on whatever their negativity is about me. It it, it doesn't have no value to me. Yeah. What, what you think. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, but the good thing is, like I tell you, if you got a hater out there, too, you need to be good about it and get some more. That means you're yep. doing something. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Oh, oh, so, but the good thing is about it, she out there get it done. Hopefully some things happen with this situation of accountability be held. The sad thing is now a police officer, though, Cannot make mistakes mm, Talk to me more about that Because If you do make a mistake Which we're going to get on to With Dante Wright mm-hmm. It's so much going on And so much involving black people mm-hmm. See the reason why I believe Trey, The reason why people are so Uptight about Holding the police force Accountable for Stuff mm-hmm. Because we have them At a higher standard mm-hmm. If you're a regular person we don't expect you to be on that same standard or same level. We we don't expect you to be at a higher uh, altitude of thinking when it comes down to doing certain things. I've been trained of how to deal with folks. But when you actually are held at a standard of saying that you are now a representative of that city, you are mm-hmm. now an ambassador of upholding the law and keeping people safe. And when you and when you when you're no longer keeping everyone safe. Mm-hmm. Then you now in a bad predicament where you now are being the enemy. Yeah. So when people we, yeah. high regards. Yeah, we hold you. That's why that's why if you see somebody um you know, when the police tussle with somebody, mm-hmm. wrestling and doing something with them and all this and that, we expect you to be trained enough to know not to go straight off and shoot somebody off the rip. Yeah, like you said, what happened to the billy stick? What happened to the billy stick, Trail? What happened to the mace? You, what what happened to them? I'm looking on a belt. I wish we could pull up. A, I'm looking to see on the belt. I think it's still a spot for a stick. No one ever grabs the stick. It's supposed to have been a first degree, a second degree, and the gun was the last resort. I ain't seen a Billy stick yet, and it may be on it, but I don't see them on. I, what I do see is them sticking out. That gun sticking out. They're gonna start having thirty clips like the gangsters. So, so look, so they got the, the dang on titties on the gun in a minute. <laughs> the freaking barrel on it in a minute. 
That's a fact. But my thought is this: when you, this my my thought is that when you are held at a different standard, mm-hmm. we expect something different from you to not just automatically be like everybody else. That's what I, it, that's I, what it come down to. That's what it. So when you come in as a police officer and do something wrong, and you, you held at the highest, like why is it why we can't make mistakes? You can't you can't you can't afford them, especially when your mistake that you make on a consistent basis is done to a certain group of people, and it's life threatening. And I got something to say about that. Like I think the government promotes separation. I think the government provo- promotes division, and and people view themselves different when they got that badge on. It's an authority. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, I, I got a higher standard, and I view myself better than you, so I can take your life and get off of this. Ooh. I might lose my my job for a moment, and I might get paid paid time off. I want some time off. You know, what I mean, people view themselves different, and they view themselves better. And and, and our reality, if people proclaim to be Christians or whatever, you're supposed to be one with everything. <laughs> I know that's crazy, but it's true though, man. Mm. It's um. So when we talk about mistakes. I mean, first of all, the, the end off to what's going on in Knoxville. There are still unanswered questions, things mm. happening, and um, there hasn't been no resolve to it yet. And I think it's going to be one because as soon as they start to release, see. On, and then we go back to Constance's video because the fact is that was the most compelling and actually sound like the most real of a story to me. Like, oh, I can connect the dots. That was the highest. Like, that was more important than Channel 10, 8, 6, all yeah, of that. So guess what? So, but then at that, that's why I think oh, I don't want to get into all that. She had the spotlight at that point that she got the spotlight. Now, what you going to do with it? To actually bring awareness But when you go off the tangent of the rail of This mm-hmm. I'm cut You cut off People ain't even listening no more Yeah she gotta, she gotta do something today or tomorrow and, and talk again about the situation More facts, more information Yeah more facts, more information but, but My encouragement would be If the voice want to be heard by all people mm-hmm. Direct that anger to I mean you got the anger there And it's booming And it's there And it's the passion is there But now we gotta make it to Where people are gonna be willing To listen and move On all spectrums Yeah Cause she She got the attention Cause she, cause the, she got the attention Then she gonna cuss you out Right at the Right at the Cussing Cussing you out Yeah Yeah But she had the, What makes it so factual When she said that Now they gonna When they start demanding That body cam stuff Mm-hmm. They start demanding because it's all gonna be rep- showing out on tape. Body cam, phone, text messages. Oh, when all this stuff start coming out and breaking, and if that story is any what true, it's a lineup of folks. Yeah, and sadly, the decisions that people make end up becoming detrimental for someone else. And she put the mayor on blast, and the mayor didn't. I don't. The mayor wasn't involved in the crime or the actual situation. She's. I think she's said that because the she she thinks she's assuming that the uh, mayor is giving the KPD power and rights to do the things that they do. But I don't know why she even dissed the mayor though. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, that's why I got called a coon. Mm. Because I just made a comment on the homeless thing and said, "Hey, I'm glad y'all. Be, all I said is that I'm glad that you're being disclosed and letting us know what's going on." Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think because since my comment was the first one now, mm-hmm. y'all can go back and look at it. She said, "Troy Smith, you must be a coon." 
I said, "Wow, as much as much as much hand as much dirt I got my hands of getting things done and working around in that city mm-hmm. that I was born in, and doing two brothers of representing where we come from, and yeah. bringing awareness to our folks." And this girl said all that, and I went. To, I said, "Who was this girl? So and so." But this is not the show for that, right? And that's not. But I broke me, they broke it down to me, told me some things, and helped me out understanding to where I can show some grace. Okay, okay, so. So, so since we're in closing of the East Knoxville situation, family, what we gonna, what we gotta say? So yeah, so that's great that you. So now it's not one thing to talk about, but now what's the resolution behind it? What can Mm -hmm. we do to actually put a fulfillment on there? Yeah, I I ain't saying what. Not a fulfillment. What we can recommend to replace, right? Replace what's going on and put some there. What what you what you asking? I'm I'm just saying in closing, I want to give prayers to the people. I want to say. Stay safe, be blessed, help others. Does another march need to happen, Trevor? Is the qu- do you think another march, another prayer meeting, another this gonna do when we don't have five of them already? Four oh, of them. Pray amongst yourself. I ain't saying pray. Uh, with the, let's the go call the pastor to come down and talk about it one more time and talk about this. No, you know what? what I, don't, I don't think this is the situation for the marching and the, all of that. that but this, that's what I'm saying. So I would, inc- I would like to see. If we're trying to create a positive space, a safe you. environment trail, mm-hmm. it ain't about skate rings and skate meetings and all the other stuff. Mm-mm. To me, it's not. And this same thing Tenny and I was talking about the other day, and like anybody else, and you and I talk about. So what? Do we, what is that to do? Nobody. People are speechless. White people calling down and say, "How can we help?" Mm. You follow what I'm saying? So my thing is that how can we? Im- Encourage a safe environment where the kids and people that's doing all the this that's getting itself involved with different things. Why didn't that young man be able to go to his principal and say, Why did he talk to his friend and his friend say, You know, I got a strap in the car? What made him say, Let's go to the car, get that strap, and go in the bathroom and hide in the bathroom and wait? You follow what I'm saying? Where 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 were the point where he can break up with the girl he talking to and just leave that girl alone? They break up and stop being toxic to each other. How old is the little boy again? I don't know. He's a little boy. He wasn't grown, and if he was grown, who was in? Were the mediators in between to say if you got a situation going on? Look, if I were to cuss my kid out at school right now, this kid, the kid, the school my kid go to, a preschool. <laughs> If my kid was to walk into school limping in the morning, them folk gonna be like, "Are you okay, Kaya? Duke, are you okay? Are you okay at home? These kids can barely even talk." Yeah, the freaking state of be down here trying to take my kids, and you going to jail, and going to jail. Why in the world? Why is it so okay that this kid got a freaking threatening situation going on? He don't even feel comfortable talking to the principal. Uh, he ain't even I don't know if His father and mother situation He didn't call them first Or nothing He ain't called he call none of them first But they said he come from a house of A good household At the end of the day People might Feel unprotected And they feel as if They need to protect themselves And we gotta think about How these kids was raised And the video games They play Go ahead and, and touch on that With Marquise talk, You and y'all Marquise conversation Yeah How they was taught And, and everything Like we Me and my boy Had a conversation about like we was raised on Mario Kart. We was right. raised on uh, Big Wheels. Nowadays, these kids raised on Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. 
And when you rights don't grant their photo on Call of Duty, you know what? <laughs> you try to reenact that video game that you playing in the real world. And <sighs> it's a sad situation, man, because that's what they, they if you feel unprotected, the only thing they can do is go in the video game mode. And they learning how to friggin' uh, shoot a sharpshoot, do a sharpshoot, skyping with a scope. Pow! Yeah, they learn that on them video games. See, we in an era and an age now where those things that I remember when Grand Theft and those games first came out, they had mature game eighteen and up. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's normal. We normalize. I remember you couldn't see a using you couldn't see a commercial with gun violence advertised. Yeah. It's normalized now. All of that stuff, all the negativity, all the violence is normalized. It's in movies. It's in everywhere you go. It's just normal. And now these people have grew up. See, we older and we know peaceful times and we know certain things that uh, existed before this time, but they grew. It was happening before these kids was born. Those games and the things, this promotion of violence was out before they was born, so they lived through all of this. They do. It's like kids growing up in the COVID era now. Right. They gonna, the mask is normal. Yeah, my kids even said, my kids, I want to go in the store. Say, Can I have my mask, please? My kids, four and five. I want to go in. Give me my mask. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? And we not, we ain't used to that. We don't want to wear no mask. We want some fresh air. Now, as soon as I go outside, I pull it on down, but I go in there with the mask on. But, Trevor, you said, I mean, my, my, you said a mouthful with that that makes a lot of sense that they're growing up in certain situations. Mm-hmm. I remember when adult boys, you, you, before I get to that, you and Scoop has mentioned that we had a fear of police back in the day. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, in regards to an authority, like, if I do something, I can go to jail. Like, how I many? I don't even think the kids even realize they look in their mirror view mirror like we do now. Like we, it's like even though I live in a whole different place, drive total different cars, I my eyes still until that police would get out my that police get out my rear view. Traumatized. I ain't even what I ain't even doing nothing. I ain't even not speeding. Got my license plate on point. Got my stuff on deck. Fresh car sent in the car, air blowing everything, and still in that rear view mirror like like. <laughs> So, so I mean, so I guess the, so. The question of being like you said, so what is there to do now, right? Mm. What are we going to do now that that's happening? And I will say, until more information come out now, say Saturday, I sound so cliche now about more information. Wait till all the facts come out. But sadly, I don't even know what's going on with this thing in Knoxville. I know what we can say. Go I ahead. know. Talk to who listening. Oh, it's nothing that we can personally. There you go. I can't try to fix it or uh, uh, uh Fix nothing. This is worldwide. We speaking on it, uh, the situation at home because we love home and we love Knoxville and we love the people there and we want to see the city thriving and doing well. But I'm speechless. This is children, fam. It's not even the thugs, the gangsters. It even it ain't even the the gang members. It ain't even gangsters out here. Yeah, it's not. It's children. It's nothing. I don't know what to say. Trevor this Weaver. is a new culture, fam. This is a, a new. It's gonna be a new way, wave of foolishness going on. That's what I, I perceive it to be. Trey, we forgot. We forgot one thing too. Talk to me. The ignorance behind it. All. We don't even know the full situation about it. But dog, after they did the, the shooting with all the police, the KPD down there at Austin East, 
They shooting down the street They went down the street And shot some more Who doing a drive by On Off Martin Luther Once again Why Martin Luther King Road Always gotta be the baddest place In the street In the state In the city Gun zone That's the gun You know Martin Luther King And Western Avenue Is the same street Yeah turn into You know Turn into whatever All the hoods Is on the same street Why would they go down the street And start shooting again Trail None even brought out, but that was swept on the rug on that one. That was right there. It's like, you know. Why do we hate each other so much? As black individuals. I know we're saying a lot of whys in this podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast and you want to get in the conversation, you want to communicate with us, call into the Two Brothers Podcast. Support the Two Brothers Podcast by leaving something in the cash app so we can help out. And, and do what we do Giveaways and show back love And, and everything to the city But if you want to join in on the discussion We saying a lot of whys And I'm saying this I don't know what is possibly could be done Because these are children Leave something in that comment section To help me understand Help Troy understand Help us understand why We're going to actually be on a call this weekend About the rap culture Affecting the community yeah. You have to help me with that link too, because that look a little difficult. That message, that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact is, that's the that's the that's a call. The two brothers are involved in the culture of the, in in Knoxville. And I'm, one thing I want to bring awareness when we have that conversation that needs to be said right here is that when you listen to the youth youth's music, when you listen to what they're creating, and me being a hip hop artist. Me being a, a person who wrote my reality. When I listen to the youth's records, I listen to depression, popping pills. I'm miserable where I'm at right now. And I just want mm-hmm. some money so this can change. I heard the depression in their rap lyrics. I don't hear I'm big, bad, I'm rich, I'm this, I'm I'm flashy. Like we was happy and flashy with money and talking crazy on those records. Back in the days, that was all reality. But now I heard I'm on drugs, I'm high, and I'm sad. Trill. So I mentioned about the fact that we were scared mm-hmm. or had some type of type of thing for authority in regards to law enforcement. When we just said, what happened to the Billy Stick? What happened to when you know you wouldn't get You wouldn't die instantly from You might have got beat, Rodney King That was happening The Billy I Stick was there I ran from the police every day But what I'm talking about the fact of When you run from the police I seen I done seen dope boys leave a full Fully loaded Chevy on 24s Beaten Put and, it and in neutral and run it, out of it and let it keep rolling down the street. Look, I seen it happen in Townview one time. I this, I mean, like the police said, get out the car. Dude was gone. That boy hits a. He had a four four forty out there. Gone. Police didn't even chase him. What I'm saying is, kill him. But I didn't see the gun get pulled out and start aiming at him either. All these freaking police officers and women, not in the gym. Are they? Are, are mm, I could go crazy. No, but let's go crazy because are they not in the gym though? Where all these these black guys can just he man them off of them and go, and then they got to shoot him. Or are they trained to shoot him? Stop it! I was gonna. God dang it, Trevor! I gotta go ahead and get to it now before you go and take it. 
Are they trying to shoot him? I gotta go on to it. I gotta go and get to it right now so you can go in and coach. Look, so here's what my question this was my question to you. Dante Wright okay. shot. Mm-hmm. He was pulled over pulled over because the there's two different comp, um conflicting things going on. Either because his tags were expired or mm-hmm. I didn't know in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The air freshener sense hanging from your rearview mirrors against the law. Did you know that? Imagine, I know that. Just think, think exactly. Look, we got. I remember back in the day, we used to have our 10, 12 trees hanging from the goddamn rearview mirror. 10 of them now. Right <laughs> just, now, hanging just, from. Just hanging from the freaking the rearview. Got baby shoes hanging from the rearview mirror back in the day. I mean, come on now. Yeah. So you pulled over for a traffic stop like that. Mm hmm. The woman of 26 years is training. Mm. Not only that, now Trevor is pulled over for a traffic violation. Mm. There's four or five police people in the video, dog. Right? Yeah, yeah. The black guy putting a dude in cuffs because the guy that got the video. Oh, we got the video. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see. Let's let's see the first part of the video. I, I, I ain't seen it. I ain't even. Seen oh, you ain't it. seen it. Let's talk. What, go to the. So that video, the one I sent you, that's longer. That I said go in at at three something minutes. Not yeah. Go into the beginning of that. The very beginning. That's the one. That's the one. Okay, we got to look at that thing right back. Right back now. Aunt spoke in an incredibly compelling interview with our colleague. No, no, no. Go back. Go go to the beginning. About what happened to him Her words are nothing short We're going going to go to that one But go to the very beginning So you can see the video Of Dante situation Okay Yeah it's, it's intense Okay Around 2 p.m. local time Sunday, police pulled over Wright. The police chief says they stopped Dante Wright because he had an expired registration on his license plate. The release footage begins minutes into the stop and shows police walking up to the car and then... Wright is seen stepping out of his vehicle. Police then try to take Wright into custody after discovering he has an outstanding warrant. The video shows Wright begins to resist as cuffs are placed on him and he gets back into the vehicle. Oh, shit. As I watch the video and listen to the officer's commands, no, hold up! Did they shoot him? Yeah, right go, there? yeah, 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 yeah! It didn't make no noise. That's why I said, "Was it a silence on that thing?" But they tri- shot, they, he pulled off after they shot him. Yeah, look. So his body is full of adrenaline going, but he went limp. You see him go limp, mm-hmm. and the old girl said, "Oh snap! I shot him." But look, you could tell the black dude is a freaking rookie. So that's the guy she probably was training. Okay. So you just asked the question. Keep it in mind. You said, "Well, if they train, if she training this guy, and the first thing she pull out is the gun that she thought was a taser." Mm-hmm. And then I said, "So Trevor, is it really a lie when the police officers say I was doing what I was trained?" Mm-hmm. Go back to the, now. Let's break this video down. This is only a couple minutes, forty eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the video. First of all, you see the guy. Not only that, Trevor, they, you can tell the dude was training. This dude trained. He can't even put the cuffs on right. He'll burst stumbling. He a new dude on the job. And the, the resistance wasn't. I, I got something to say about resisting also. But uh, play it from her. Yeah, go back to the beginning. And we're just going to go back to the beginning right quick and just see 
This black See how the dude The black dude didn't, He didn't pull his gun at first At all He training But why are these people so weak Physically And hey, this is a little man Let's play it Watch the dude's face The police chief says They stopped Dante Wright Because he had an expired registration Okay It's a Paul 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 Why would he Why would they have to pull him out Pull him over, pull him out from a look. It's a police call. On that, police guy on that side. A dude got this big old forty five on his hip over here. The woman got the the one that's got the, the just training people for twenty six years on the force. Twenty six. Oh, Why we even got this dude out of the car? He had a warrant for his. Arrest. No, no, no. This before they they say he put him over for an expired tags. They knew he had a warrant for his arrest when they uh, send the expired tags. They know. Okay, all so you know. Okay, so you know about all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so they got him out, but this is where we all know, as we learned as young black people, black mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. keep your hands on the wheel, dog. Man, I don't even do that. I take I, I take the keys out the car, put them on top of the you ain't lying. Roof of the car, hang my hands out the window because I, I I don't want to die. Ask my wife whenever I ever she done been to call me before, and I done got stopped. My hand is out the window with the license and registration right there. Mm-hmm. And my insurance card. Yeah. It's just sitting there waiting. And I just sit there. Mm-hmm. Not talking back, not saying nothing. It's just affected because I want to go home. Yeah, yeah. And if I need to go back and do some type of uh, battling with the law, I can handle it in the courtroom on that side first. Yeah, yeah. Rather than me trying to fight them on the street. But that, if we we ain't we, we got to keep this in mind. We speaking for the youth on the podcast and we speaking for the... We can't be speaking about us. Absolutely. You, you're right. You're right. And that's what I'm saying. We raised in a different era and yeah. we learned a different way. The point is what I'm trying to make is that is there no one to I I would tell my child, look, dude, it's a, it's like the it's like the protocol of just teaching and learning. But then if you live in dirty though, sadly, mm-hmm. you get spooked off the top. But you, see me, when I was living dirty, I was spooked, but I was Aware of the consequences off top, like off the jump, I was aware of the consequences, so I knew what needed to be done immediately. But I'm not saying that I'm a winner or I'm patting myself on the back for being aware. But you got to be aware of what you're doing when you're doing something wrong. If you got a warrant for your arrest, you got to be aware of that. And if you a criminal, you got to be prepared to go to jail. It's just this what's gonna happen. If you out here doing crimes and you doing warrants or whatever, just take me to jail. I fight it in court. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready and to go ahead. And something about the youth nowadays, the youth don't want to go to jail. The snitch culture is high. The uh, the people don't want to go to jail no more. They just don't want to go to jail, fam. And and if you're gonna live that lifestyle, then you gotta face the consequences when the police pull you over you got to be obedient or you got to be ready to go to war you might as well if you was your gonna, boy you said your boy what your boy nino said if you was gonna resist resist from the jump and hop out popping first yeah, that's what they that's what he said yeah and that, that made logical sense if you're gonna be running and doing stuff mm-hmm. just know you at the now your life is in jeopardy you need to go ahead and start popping right off top just start busting at the at the end of the day because they going to shoot without no regards. She shot and the man was in the car. He wasn't even taking off running or he wasn't offended. That's, 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 but that's why you got four people. One grown full black man out there. Since everybody's scared of black men, that means he's stronger than everybody. Yeah, car <laughs> man. 
And you got this woman who's a police, and they can't work on this little bitty dude. We're gonna kill him. So even if you gotta take, you take, oh, you tase him. Let's tase him. And you mistakenly take the gun out, but still, man, why no? Why the thought process go to grabbing something besides a billy stick? They got billy sticks. They supposed to have billy mace, sticks. mace, billy mace, sticks, mace, all that mace, stuff. Gun. But they so used to reach for that gun. They reach for that gun first. They they got that thing ready to go. Twenty six years on the force. You said the question, which I wanted to ask you, is oh, that man. are the police actually lying when they say I'm doing? What I was trained to do That's to bust at my Bust at him I don't think that they lying fam. I, you, This the prime example A 26 year veteran mm-hmm. A 26 year veteran On the force Training somebody The boy can't even put cuffs on He need to be in freaking A Beverly Hills Cop movie Or something first Yeah You can't <laughs> put the guns Put the cuffs, the cuffs on right The dude who Dini Then ran out and ran away is it because people don't want to be police that they hiring weaklings? That the police have to hire weaklings to to uh, defend the the rights of law? Is it that they hire weaklings? Because I remember back in the days we used to say the the dude that got bullied in school will become the police and he probably end up killing you in the street. Is that the truth? Hey, is that a- well they saying they're getting people that because you know because a lot of folks is not willing to be. A police person, so they hire who they can get, mm-hmm. and they bring these folks in. They got some, they got some temper issues, whatever. They can let loose and let off, mm-hmm. and they get to become a police with the training of what two weeks? In, I mean, how long is the training? You out there in the in the middle of the street I, doing I traffic six stop? Weeks, I think it's six weeks. But you out there in the traffic stop, man. Mm-hmm. But go now, go back to this video right quick on forty eight. And I want to show you the face when. Watch that policeman face, that black dude right there. Watch when she say, oh, shoot, I shot him. Watch what his face do. Okay, I'm going to let it play from her. From her yeah. Oh, I mess up. Sorry. Go ahead. Begins minutes into the stop and shows police walking up to the car. And then Wright is seen stepping out of his vehicle. Police then try to take Wright into custody. Dude struggling. Covering he has an outstanding warrant. The video shows Wright Why he begins to resist as cuffs Watch are it. placed on him Watch and this. he gets back into the vehicle. It's gonna be quick. Watch the black dude face. Look at his face right here. Right here. Yeah. Right here. He, he went numb. No, but watch the police face, the black dude face. Okay. What you said. Watch it right here. Watch the video look, and listen to the look at him. Look at his face. Oh, I seen that. I seen that. He, he said, Oh, it. And you know what uh, else is like Really crazy about that She been on the police force For 26 years And she was endangering The other officers That shooting was in so close range Like if I was an officer I'd have jumped back Like dang is she trying to shoot me She training somebody my boy Training somebody that would have been my last day on the force. I got to go get another job. They don't pay that much. Look, now he, but I want to know why did the police chief and her, she quit. She, now she ain't going to have the protection of the police force, I would think, of in regards to, now she going to be tried. There ain't no tell what she going to be tried for. Mm. And the police got some good attorneys, I would say. Yeah. All right, go to three minutes and hear what his, what his, mom, his, his aunt had to say. And then that's because it bring into another situation about he had a warrant 
for marijuana. Minnesota's in the process of actually legalizing recreational marijuana. Now, when we played this uh, podcast back, this is a CNN video. Yeah. If you can't see the footage, I'm just letting y'all know. Okay. And CNN chopped it off. But oh. if you see, if you uh, listening to this podcast, you heard all of the audio. The audio version will be available, and it will be immaculate. Mm-hmm. But if you don't see these visuals that we plan. It's because CNN got rights. Thank you. Thank you. I okay, forgot about that. Let's get it. Resign. Wright's aunt spoke in an incredibly compelling interview with our colleague Don Lemon about her nephew, about what happened to him. Her words are nothing short of heartbreaking. Watch this. Everybody's Trail. hurt. We can't see it. This is a young man that had life in front of him. He had a son. How how can I explain that? I can't explain it. My family is hurt. You've seen his mother. And, and for one minute, that my brother, he's there as well, his father. This is not a broken home. This is not a broken home. They've been together over 23 years. Listen over to that. Three years. They've been together. My brother has been there. Please do not disregard his feelings because my brother is in pain. What went through your mind when you heard the police chief say that the officer fired the gun by mistake? She she intended to use her taser. You don't want to know. You really don't want to know what I felt. But I'm going to tell you like this. You know the difference from a fully loaded pistol versus a stun gun. You know the difference. And if you're a police officer, you should know that. I think that camera, I thought she held that gun out in front of her for a little while. She, you mean to tell me she didn't see it? But, but let me ask y'all something. How would y'all feel if y'all got the call that that was your nephew? If that was your son? If that was your brother? How would y'all feel? And being to sit here and people are trying to drag my nephew's name through the dirt, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. He didn't deserve to die. My nephew was a damn good kid. He loved his family and we loved him. Accident? An accident? No, come on now. Everybody in this world saw that gun. You mean to tell me you thought it was a taser? I've owned over a 20,000 volt taser. They don't feel nothing like a gun. Nothing like a gun. So y'all tell me, how would y'all feel if y'all got that call? That was my nephew. That was my blood. That was like my heart. My brother is my heart. Katie is my heart. They took my man's life from him. My great nephew has to now grow up not even knowing, not even being able to touch his father. You tell me, is it our right to take somebody's life? Oh, uh, 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 what, a misdemeanor warrant just for some weed? You got these politicians out here smoking weed. They ain't dead. Let it keep playing. It's about to get into some more stuff. Right all these people that just shot up the man that killed them Asian women. May they rest their soul. May they rest in peace. 
You got the people at the grocery store. You got the people in Bryan, Texas. You mean to tell me all three of them is still living? But my nephew is dead? Because now they want to use the, the justification of it was a mistake? Cut it. Trill. Talk to me. How real was that? She said, and I want to ask you. You remember you asked you called me the other day. What did you ask me the other day about the black shooter and the white shooter? Okay, okay. How they're viewed. How the black shooter is viewed and how the white shooter is viewed. Okay. The white man is viewed as a hunter and the black man is viewed as a thug or a gangster or a gang member or something. But the white man isn't viewed like that and and that's the society, the world that we live in at this moment. This guy, so this dude, right, Dante Wright, mm-hmm. heard him, you know, they charge checking his pocket, so apparently he know they about to take him in. Mm-hmm. He start to run, do the 100 yard dash on him. Mm-hmm. He gets shot. He's unarmed. I watched on TV, they do a standoff. With the guy that did shot up the wall, shot up the, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. They had a standoff. Mm-hmm. They brought a guy out, and I don't know what's going on now about that whole thing. I ain't heard nothing about it since. He walked. They walked him out in cuffs. He about naked, but he walked out in cuffs. Why he didn't get knocked? Why he wasn't shot multiple times in the face? All right. Our life as black people isn't as valued. To them as the white man's life Is valued We living in times right now that were White man feel as if They're the minority They don't feel as if their existence and their race Will Stand the test of time Like this is going to be a colorful world That's what people thinking And they're going to fight for this world They're going <laughs> to fight for that power uh, so, my, so my thing is So or what if the fact they're looking at it too? Now that's a good observation you're saying, but what if they're looking at the fact of saying, if he did it, it gotta be a reason why. So let's actually research this and see why and how can we learn more about the situation. If he did what, it has to be a reason why. Is that if he shot up this or had a shooting thing, they want to research it. They want to know why. If a black dude do it, they look at it as a savage. I don't even think it's that deep no more. I, 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 mean, I mean, it's like, hey, it's a savage. You know, this what you know. There ain't really no reason to why the, the the situation had to be handled. Yeah, it had to be handled, and then his life isn't as as important as that white man's life. That dude, that dude, life that shot up that supermarket. He done killed a policeman. We need them white men. We need these white men to stay alive so they can re- reproduce. <laughs> Let me cut that out. Let me cut that. That's how I feel. But 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 what I'm saying is, to, so the guy that shot the church, mm-hmm. they stopped and let him get him a happy meal, or whatever he got to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he walked out in cuffs, alive and yeah. well and healthy. Uh, the guy that shot up the, the 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 Asian place down there, the little the happy ending place. Mm-hmm. He's alive. He's alive. Killed six to eight people. I forgot the number, but it was six, six or eight. Yeah, allow me. This is a discussion. We got to research and talk about that. That's what I'm trying to run from you. You try to, you try to run with no, with no weapon in the in the vicinity. I got on a five hundred dollar outfit, nice kicks on, and 
And you kill me. I'm riding a nice car. That was a nice vehicle. So that's why people get upset when they come to the law enforcement doing certain things because they got a standard. People expect a standard to uphold with that. Are they trained to do these things? And now, now it looks like, but are they trained to do it? Because on a on the job, on the training, if a black dude make a movement, you got to go to the waistline quickly. George Floyd in the car said, "I've been hearing this, but I've been done. I've gone through this before. Let me make sure I do everything right." That's what he was saying in the video that he was showing on the body in in court. They showed that other video. He like, mm-hmm. what? What's going on? The boy, my man, was scared. I think he even said, "I'm scared. I've been through this before." He didn't know he gonna lose his life. I don't want no encounter with the police. And one thing I do when I have encounters with the police. I be obedient at times at these times because I know the world we living in it ain't nice. So my question was when I called you before we even thought about doing the pie was I said, Trey, what Ben Crump at? Oh, Cause I know I, I know he ain't far away. He was there down it, the street. He was down there ten miles away. He drove He's, on up the interstate. He walked down there. He skipped down there. Be this, but this I'm gonna take. Ooh, trip. Then now, now I say, okay. So this one I said, I, I text you and ask you, will true justice be served if you avoid getting the bag? Somebody should try it, and I want to say something on this podcast. Do it right now. And, and if, if something was to happen to me, I want you to replay who's listening to. Mm-hmm. And say this is what Trev said. Okay, and I like that hat, boy. You killing it with that hat, boy. Dang, I'm, I'm pod. Yeah, you killing them, dog. Go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. I want to say, if I was to get uh hurt by a police officer and it looked unjust to you, don't take no bag. Go to trial, please. Mm-hmm. Don't take no bag. Take it to trial. If if you win or you lose. Just be happy knowing that I'm not going to do nothing to resist. I'm not going to cause no harm to no one. And I'm verbally saying this right now because if something was to happen to me, don't get no bag. Take it to trial. Done. What I got to say. Don't hire Ben Crum. He doing his job. He is there to get the bag. And and it's not his fault or whatever. That's his that's his his job. But and Minnesota gotta be broke right now. When I see Ben Crump, I automatically think some board stuff is involved. I see him too much now. It, it so it shows two things that bullcrap can be involved or it's happening so much where this guy can get wealthy on that. Now it's like the, You know how they used to always say Call Al Sharpton You gotta call Jesse Or you gotta call uh, 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 Kirkland what, what, uh, The dude that got OJ off uh, I forgot his Johnny name. Cochran Johnny Cochran Yep It happens so much Where you calling this guy It's like now It's like I'm expecting To see Ben Crump With a hand on the shoulder Ben Crump was there Immediately Dude it's a video I seen <laughs> When Ben Crump Was introducing I guess the family That family To the Floyd family Ben Crump was on the side with the new people. Like he was the new, I mean, his, my wife didn't get it. She thought it was crazy, but she thought I was tripping. But the fact is, I said, look at Ben. He's on the side with his hand on the shoulder of Dante's mama already. Like he just, like, like he, 
he facing he facing uh, Floyd and them family. Not like he in the middle, sideways. He facing them like, hey, how y'all doing? Meet so and so now. Get comfortable with each other. So on that same video, if you feel like it, you don't have to. You don't feel like it's a, they got a clip of the mama get interviewed by Good Morning America, I think. I clicked, I clicked, I clicked it off. I thought, I thought we was yeah, off. Yeah, we, we off. But, but okay, we off. But the fact is, every family mm-hmm. that goes through this, they always saying they they come. So what one to get what Robin asked her, the one woman that's interviewing the mom said, and the dad. Mm-hmm. And you gotta realize what the auntie said too on the call. She said, "Don't, don't forget his daddy. <laughs> He's hurting too. That's he didn't come from a broken home. His daddy wasn't no deadbeat. His daddy didn't have a he didn't have a white mama. Didn't have no that had a black daddy. wasn't around. They was together for twenty three years. But well, a masculine black man is always forgot about first. He's not even thought of. He didn't. Even, he didn't. Even, he asked, "Why do you feel well? You know." And he gave his thought, but he wasn't even. They want to know where the mama at. He ain't come from a black. He ain't come from a broken home. He was from a, a home that was together. Yeah, he looked like a good, young, healthy kid to me. Yeah, he me ran on some issues. Had some time where he had went through some stuff. Trying to, you know, I don't know what dibbling, dabbling, and what. Man, a he had a a, a weed offense. A he weed offense. Yeah. A missing court for a weed offense. Come on now. I sent you a last video. Is that still up? The one about the one one minute fifteen seconds. Yeah. I right, pull that right quick. That's that's because I, I wanted to go another step deeper about is we legalizing in Minnesota? Because I thought it was, but it's actually in the process of being legalized. But so the medical portion is legalized, but not mm-hmm. the recreational. So go ahead and hit that. Okay, that's a representative from Minnesota. <clears throat> get on to it. Let's get on to it. Do you think this is the year, though? Well, I hope it is. The current cannabis laws that we have are doing more harm than any harms that they could possibly be prevented. We are denying access to cannabis for veterans who have PTSD. We're denying access to cannabis for seniors who have medical conditions. We are locking up people at disproportionate rates. Uh, and really, uh, the criminal justice approach uh, to cannabis is having a devastating effect on many communities in Minnesota. Uh, and when you look at the racial disparities in our criminal justice system and our state as a whole, uh, we really need to take this on and resolve it. Stop. Right. But, uh, but let, let me he, ask about the, the medical aspect. You hear what he he said? We're locking up people at disproportionate rates, mm-hmm. and he said that, and also in the communities, basically African American and minority communities, mm-hmm. are being affected at a, in a wor- at a worse pace. Yeah, yeah, they being affected real bad because they going to jail and and they're dying and they're dying three days ago. Yeah, this dude had a warrant for a weed offense. Probably don't tell them what the size of the weed was. A joint or two. A joint or something, whatever it was. And he's dead now. When you see the warrant, they have what the warrant is for and everything when the police pull you. When they run that tag number, they know you got a warrant. They know what it's, it's for. They probably He probably couldn't even run away. He might have been high there. He might have been... Like, weed is a calming drug. So... I really this I mean, as we get ready to close out this thing, man. I really believe, Trev, the only way to truly see justice prevail at this point. Well, before I do that, Robin asked the mother and the parents. Uh-huh. She said, "I see you all are calling for peace uh-huh. and peaceful, pro- you know, 
Peaceful and be peaceful and stay calm. Mm-hmm. Have you not noticed that every one of those people that's been coached in regards to this, when they have their family members say, "Hey, we want to have peace," is it is it that Ben Crum want to make sure that bag don't get messed up? Because she said, the mama said, I'm just glad everybody is really keeping my son's name, saying his name, making it relevant so it doesn't be swept under the rug. And Robin said, oh, but are you still are you still saying, that, you know, being peaceful and, and, and you know, and being peaceful and, 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 um, and calm? She said, oh, yeah, 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 yes. Being coming back there, they be just back there waiting. They just be in the background listening and doing their thing. But are they coaching them saying, hey, y'all, we don't want to mess up this bag. We're going to get justice for your child financially. Ain't nothing we can do about that. We can't bring it back. But what we can do is go after them and make sure you're royally taken care of. What if somebody just turned out? I don't want no. It ain't about the money. I don't care about, about that. Because ain't nobody done that yet. Yeah, because ain't nobody done. Ain't nobody. Look. George Floyd laid his, Helped his family out Better than In the unfortunate way But he blessed them more Than he could ever do In his life 27 million what This young boy A uh, young man Might have been capable of In the future of his life He's you not know, George he, Floyd Exactly He could have He could have changed everything But guess what though? The boy Blake That got shot up there uh, I don't remember I can't remember what state it was The one that got shot And he paralyzed by the police mm-hmm. uh, I ain't forgot Hey Blake Something Blake Yeah, yeah. Something Blake, yeah. They now they trying to get the bag. They trying to get their money. Ain't nobody die. So you know he they going through civil lawsuits and all that stuff. Hey, it's a mistake. You're still alive. We'll pay for your doctor bills possibly and all that stuff. But hey, man, yeah, you shouldn't have moved. It's like one of those things. Like why'd you go do this? Now you got a point of why. Now as you notice, he slept under the rug. He swept. He he survived. Yeah, he should be able to talk more about. Hey, man, I want to go after these folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> I think somebody need to not. I mean, I think I, I'm not in that situation and all that stuff. I get it, but the only way you're gonna really see that justice possibly is say I don't care about no money, Ben. Yeah, Ben, I'm good. I'm not worried about no money. My son ain't coming back. And and you want me? You want me to tell you something that speaking from a political uh, aspect, I want our listeners to know. What's that? Tennessee. We're going to see more of this. When Democrats in office. Well, now it showed it both. Because at first it was the fact that you ain't seen much of that with Republicans in there. With Trump in there, it was. Trump it was. was, But that's a whole different. He wasn't even Republican. He was Trump. So now you got Democrats there and it's more about safety and security. And now it's more domestic situation going on, though. And then they passing gun laws in Tennessee where you can have a permitless. You can carry a gun without a permit. They want to get on the national scene. You can go. You out of eight. It's, I think it's eighteen states now that allow you to have a gun without a permit. And I'm not. I'm, I'm going to research those states, and I'm not moving there. And then if you can walk around, so now that made me think: if a black person gets shot because they thought you had a gun, so I can go to the gym with the strap in my pocket. With the strap in your pocket, they can't say nothing to you. But I bet the police be called instantly if you come up there with that strap. And it shows some type of print anywhere. You follow me, Trail? Where is it going to? Where the where you can just carry the carry the strap on you, 
Nobody can anybody can say something about it. That was Barry, Bill Lee. I think it was a dumb decision to me. But it took it, it was a dumb decision for him to approve it. But it took more than him. To oh, absolutely! It. They just brought it to his desk. Yeah, yeah. but he you know. In it, but the state representatives, the representatives, and all that stuff, and, uh, and the senators and people that rep- that was crazy to have a gunless law. I mean, a law you just carried the gun anyway, no matter what it is. Don't worry, just just carry it, bro. It, it, it might be it might be something more bigger play behind that that we don't know about yet. And you think it's attached to that dollar dollar bill, don't you? It gotta be. And, and, and see me, money make want, it go around. I don't want it to be a conspiracy thing though, but it's an attachment to it. It's something attached to it that's a bigger play and is bigger than lives than their value of uh, human life. <clears throat> you know they say the Earth is overpopulated. We gotta get rid of some of these folk now. Mm. <laughs> easy on the on the propaganda stuff, huh? Now I'm I'm not believing that though, but the Earth is populated, heavily populated right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, man, I tell y'all what, man, I think we can play uh, the two brother thing after that. You know, play that out. But Trevor, anything else you got left to say before we get out of here, man? It's one thing I want to say before we go, and I know people heard me say this on. Uh, all the podcasts at the end of the podcast. I'm going to end the podcast with this and I'm going to explain why this is my mantra. I always say, like the um, the canvas behind me, it says peace, love, and abundance. But I'm going to tell y'all why I say that. Because uh, those are the three things that you need in life. Those are the only three things that you need to survive in life. You need peace because you don't want to be in chaos all the time. You need love because you don't want to be viewing yourself better or viewing yourself separate than everything. You need love and love all. You need abundance because on this planet, you got to have some abundance. Mm. And when I'm saying abundance, I'm saying abundance mm-hmm. of everything. A lot. You just need a lot. <laughs> so, so you just need a lot. Day, to all the people that's watching the pod, peace, love, plenty of abundance. Go and get you some money. Let's do it. There it is.